We're continuing our shocker series. We are on week six. And we're on the third eye. I love this one. It's so good. So third eye is the pineal gland right between your eyes. Yeah, right between your eyes. So like you see it in pictures a lot, like images of, I don't know, anything spiritual. You'll see a third eye, usually like a triangle drawn there. I'm making, I'm drawing it for you guys so you (laughs) can see it. You can see me drawing it, right? Imagine. Um, So it's like a triangle shape usually. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So third eye is all about intuition. That inner knowing, your inner feeling, psychic energies housed here, your dream states housed here. It's a cool chakra. And I think there's a reason why it's a lot of people's favorite or most intriguing one. Yeah. I think when you learn about spirituality and the third eye kind of comes up and you're like, wait, what? There's a third eye, what is this? How do I get in touch with it? How do I open it? Like that's another thing, like is my third eye open? Like people Mm -hmm. will ask that. And um, yeah, I think it's just a really interesting space that you can kind of get to know in this, through all sorts of things. I agree. And I think it's an exciting one, but I think I always have to give a precursor to this one because if you are ungrounded or fairly unbalanced in your lower chakras, it's actually not good to activate your third eye because it'll start to leak and it'll be hard to live a somewhat normal life. You'll be spacey. Yeah, you really, you definitely need the grounding. You need those lower chakras to be in balance. Otherwise, I mean, we're going to go into all these different things, but yeah, that's that's when you get super floaty and not weird. Not not (laughs) Not weird. Yeah. Like kind of the... um, I guess the stereotype of a spiritual person. Yeah, like the the woo-woo psychic out there. Yeah. Um, Or even like when you hear the word like spaced out or spacey. Yes. Like that comes from what we're talking about is a very overactive third eye. So just like your other chakras, you want it to be in balance. Yeah. Um, The third eye is cool too because I think the more that you spend time meditating – the more you can really feel it. Yes. It's one of those ones that if you start paying attention to it, it's very active. Yeah, palpable. Like you can feel it in your mind. Yeah. Do you feel it more with certain meditations? Yes, and like I think I feel it a lot when I have kind of – there's something that I'm meditating on or reading about that is – connected to me then it starts to like really warm up and I can feel feel it it. but some people it might not be feeling it you might like see a shape I know like Halstein he always says he can he sees something and I like he very easily I feel like it took me a while to get I'm like sure okay cool 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 (laughs) and like you just close your eyes and you can just see shapes of your third eye awesome I feel like I do too like when mine's very active and open when I close my eyes I can see almost like um sacred geometry yeah flowing in and out and colors when mine's blocked I know because I'll try to picture a flower and I can't picture it I can think of a flower but you but I can't pull in the picture so then I know okay I need to do I need to open it yeah yeah, and I will say, like, once I um, worked on it more, now I do see, like, colors and shapes, but it, it, took, it, took, a while. it took me a minute where 
I don't know. He's from Norway. He's a level 10 soul, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Norwegians are the older souls, so it's very easy for him to tap in. He's a very special human. (laughs) No problems. I'm like, hold on. I need to meditate for like 10 more hours before I can (laughs) get there. (laughs) Um, I feel like I've done both, though. Like, I've gone patterns in my life where it was like very blocked, and then Mm -hmm. I've seen where now I've gotten to the point where when I'm working with a lot of clients, I open it, obviously, to be of service psychically I guess yeah but I close it sometimes when I'm not at work intentionally because sometimes it can just be too much like I don't want to be at the grocery store reading everybody's energy or like you know knowing their future like I don't just bag my groceries I don't (laughs) I don't need to know what's going to happen to you later yeah like your energy it doesn't I so I do intentionally close it sometimes for that reason so I don't know I guess there's both yeah there's both in it it's it's I just think it's one of those ones that once you get to know it you can really Tell when it's it. open, tell when it's closed, do things to activate it. When you need it to and be more pur- purposeful of like at the grocery store, probably don't need my third eye. Yeah. Like let's <laughs> if you're in a giant crowd of people, yeah. You probably don't want to close it, that it open. off. Yeah. <laughs> but when you're by yourself or like if you're meditating and you are trying to get an inner knowing or ask yourself a question yes. or figure out something about your future or your next direction, you do want to open and to be able to work with it. Yeah. Yeah. Dreams are important to mention here, too, because I think a lot of people think that they don't remember their dreams. Mm -hmm. If you feel like you never remember your dreams, your third eye probably needs some work. Yeah. You need to spend some time (laughs) opening that up, maybe eating some foods, whatever it might be. But we all have dreams. Like, nobody is going to sleep dreamless. Right. So there's either... There's some sort of blockage going on where you don't want it to be open or you don't want to remember... So yeah, okay, that I'm glad you said, because I think a lot of people are also scared of knowing or scared of their third eye. I have a lot of people who are like, I feel things or I think I've seen things like spirits or ghosts Mm -hmm. and I don't want to know. And it's like, well, you can work with light energy though. Like it doesn't have to be scary. Is there dark energy out there? Yes. Yes. But you don't have to open yourself up to it. And just because you can see something or feel something Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that it's negative, right? Yeah, I think that that's, that's a really good point because I think I definitely shut it off when I was younger with certain things because I was like I don't know what that is and I don't I don't want to feel it yeah I don't want it around me I don't I don't like not knowing this so we'll just pretend it's not there yeah I felt like the more I pretended mine wasn't there though the worse it got it was like these spirits were like no you're gonna see me you're gonna acknowledge me you were supposed to go on and they did not care (laughs) that you didn't want it to see it right um so if this is you if you're on a path and you're like you know what i know that i see things but i try to you know put blinders on yeah put the bag over your head um it's gonna get worse (laughs) it's gonna get worse before it gets better well especially if it's like you know if in your purpose you're supposed to be working with energy somehow Mm -hmm. or helping people like because Channeling for me has been a great gift to help people with closure and clarity that I wouldn't have been able to share had I kept being afraid yeah, yeah, of my third Well, eye. and you'd probably have a lot more things that you were dealing with personally if you'd been trying to shut that off. You'd be... Yeah, I guess that's true. You know, Not probably right. numbing, trying to numb a lot. And There was a time period. <laughs> <laughs> there was a moment of that. Yes. Um, well, let's talk about intuition and what that even is so like because I think a lot of people are intuitive but they have no idea what that feels like yeah like how do I know if I'm intuitive yeah and I I think it's something that we all have access to but you just feel like you don't you know like oh well I'm not like Brooke's psychic so of course she knows what to do because she's psychic but the thing is it's intuition is all about just being in touch with yourself and trusting and yeah that's the biggest thing trust and also just 
taking time to actually ask yourself things. Yeah. That's a huge... I think so many people won't let themselves quiet down their mind enough Mm -hmm. to ask the question to themselves. Did that make sense? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because I... I think a lot of a lot of us are uncomfortable with our thoughts mm-hmm. uh, because when you're quiet and you hear your thoughts, you see the sides of yourself that you maybe don't like and that you want to kind of push away. Um, and instead of just, you know, being graceful with yourself and saying like, oh, this is a part of me and this is okay. Instead, we just busy ourselves, numb ourselves do anything to not, not slow down and think. And then, of course, you can't hear your, intu- your intuition because you don't even slow down to think. To feel it. Because yeah. intuition is so much of feeling. Yeah. Um, so start. I always give these instructions first, but they work. So that's why. So if you've been my client for a while and you've heard this, I mean, it has a purpose. I'm not just telling you to do things to do things. Right. Start with listening to your body. Eat when you're hungry. Rest when you're tired. Uh, yeah pee when you need to (laughs) pee yeah so eat you have to eat sleep and eliminate to live which i know i've said this before but most of us put those things last and when we do that well your intuition is going to be like well if you don't listen to your body why would you listen to me yeah so your higher self kind of separates from you and i use the term higher self and intuition interchangeably yeah but they start to separate because you're not tuning in so first start if you feel very far away from your intuition start listening to your body and honoring your body yeah, don't if if you have to go to the bathroom, don't do ten more things before going because you feel like you have to get them done. Like you're gonna get them done more effectively if you go. Right. <laughs> get that off your mind. Right? Yeah, well, because you can't like I know if I have to pee, I can't think about anything else and I actually am not so nice. So yeah. Yeah. Well same with clients. Like I've learned that. Like it's going to take me two minutes to pee and you're going to have a much better session if I go pee than if I ignore my body and take you into a session. Yeah. And it's, it's that like people pleasing thing, yeah. right? Because we're like, Oh, I don't want to, I, I don't think I should do it. This is your time, but every human is it's okay. time. Yeah, well, we and I even it. offer every client right when you first get there and now you're going to pay attention and know, <laughs> but right when they walk in the door, I'm like, do you have to use the restroom? Or do you want to start? Because I'm same thing. Like I'm rubbing your belly when I'm balancing yeah. your chakras. So if you have to pee, this is going to be a problem. Like <laughs> totally. Like if you've ever gotten a massage and not gone, I remember doing this a very long time ago, and I'm like, this you, you can't enjoy it because no. you're like, I have to pee, I have to pee, <laughs> yeah, that's no, true. So yes, listening to your body first thing. Yeah, first thing. And then I mean, I like to tell people intuition is it's that first voice. It's like that what comes in right away when you're like I should do this and then you're like well why should I do that I should actually do this and you have 20 other thoughts right well it's before the overthinking kicks Mm -hmm. in before all that rationalizing and justifying justifying and thinking about what other people care about um or what they're gonna think of this venture or what Mm -hmm. you're doing yeah because most of us are conditioned on some level because humans crave community so we're people-pleasing to connect and have a community, right? Mm-hmm. We don't want to make anybody mad or upset because then we fear abandonment from the community. The problem is we abandon ourselves. <laughs> so we have to get back to some level of not what I should do. I put that in quotes, but you can't see me. Yeah, we're making a lot of gestures. Yeah. <laughs> not what I should do, but how do I feel? Like, I should go to college, but does, I don't know, going to a trade school or learning something else or taking time off to travel feel better? then that's what you need to do, right? 
But most of us are structured like what our parents say, what our community says, what our boss thinks, what our friends think. And we get lost in that. Yeah. And you you don't see any other avenues because that's been what's been presented to you. And I think um, it's hard to take that step back and go like, oh, this isn't for me. And sometimes you know it and you don't do it right away and so yes so a couple things okay. lessons but i believe some people think that like they have self sabotaging tendencies mm-hmm. but they don't in the way that they think so like people that are like okay i'm going to college or i'm going to work in the family business cuz my dad says or dad says i should be a lawyer i don't know why that comes to mind but yeah so they go to school but then they start drinking a lot because a they're not happy yeah. They make friends with people because like but maybe misfits because they don't feel like that's where they're supposed to be so they connect with more of like a misfitty crowd. Right. And then they fail out of school and they're like, "Well, I just I'm not smart. I guess I'm stupid." No, you weren't where you were <laughs> supposed to be. On a subconscious level, you knew that. So you started so you started these behaviors that supported that. Exactly. So instead, like start checking in with like, "What do I want? How do I want to feel?" so that you can get back to yourself in a way yeah. and connect with your higher self. Yeah, I I love that. I think that's it's so true. Like the self-sabotaging behaviors that are actually just supporting the story. Yeah, because you're not where you're supposed to be. It's not right. Well, and you referenced something earlier. So she referenced rationalizing and justifying. Yes. So when you're going against your intuition, you're going to start like rationalizing. Like, I know I should get, I don't know, I know I should go left, but I always go right. So I'm going to go right. And then you go right and you hit traffic. Yeah. So every time you rationalize or justify away from your intuition, you're going to attract a lesson. And the lesson is going to um, just make your day a little harder, yes. number one. Yes, <laughs> at the very least. And um, it's going to come up, if you are, keep coming up against, if you're having one of those days that you keep coming up against things that aren't quite right, it's because you didn't listen to your intuition. Yeah, and you're continuing not to. So yeah. the universe is trying to bring you back to your sense of self, but it brings it you back to it with these little inconveniences. So if you're not getting it and you just keep ignoring it, you're going to think you have bad luck, but you don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad luck. It's lessons because you're not listening to what you really need. Um, it's I, I can think of so many examples. <laughs> I know. Same. <laughs> um, I, one of the like one of the ways that I like to. If I feel like I've gotten kind of off of my intuition, if I'm in like an overthinking pattern, because sometimes that happens, you know, yeah. you're, you're overthinking things or you have a lot going on and I haven't had the time to really sit with myself, then I start doing little things like, what do I want to wear today? And instead of, um, I don't know, like pre-planning something else, like really going in the closet and like looking at everything and seeing what I'm drawn to. Oh, like naturally. Mm-hmm. Just seeing what I'm drawn to without before like, going there and thinking, I need this and this and this. I just kind of go in and I'm like, what feels right today? And let myself come in like that. That's a really great way to tune in. Yeah, I like that a lot. And I think that's a really practical way for a lot of people who aren't used to working with it. Yeah. And then the other thing would be like, you know, what do I want in my coffee today? Yeah. Like what feels right? Yeah. I usually drink black coffee, but maybe I don't feel like that and honoring it. I do that too. Like when I'm in a rush and it's like, a lot of us like I should go through a drive-through or I should do this. I'm like, no, what's gonna make me feel better? What do I actually want? Is the two minutes that I'm thinking is too long to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich at home? <laughs> it's weird. I really like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> I'm a big, they're good. They're I'm good. a big eight-year-old. Um, 
Uh, but like tuning into that and I'm like, okay, I'm going to feel better if I make the sandwich at home than if I grab something that I shouldn't be grabbing. Yeah. Like, right. Especially like if I'm working out and doing all the things, but now I'm just going to, I don't know, ruin it with something the, off in my diet. Yeah. With like fast food because you feel like the two minutes is, is, is too much, yeah. which I think I've gotten my peanut butter and jelly making down to like a minute and 30 seconds, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I'm pretty quick. <laughs> As long as that jelly, that peanut butter is there, ready yeah. to go, you're good. Got Slap the spread. it on. Strange example. I don't know, but that made it fun. Okay, well, let's talk about, now I'm going to time please this. <laughs> we got to get back on track for Brooke. Okay. Um, let's talk about then, because we haven't gone over what a leaking third eye looks like and what, what a blocked one looks like. Um, let's start with, do you want to start with leaking? Yeah, I would let's, love to. Okay, let's start with leaking. <laughs> That's a good idea. So if you have a leaking third eye, we kind of mentioned it before, you're the, the spaced out, um, that, like I said, that stereotypical spiritual, like head in the clouds. Um, yeah, like, trouble focusing or daydreamy mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, floaty, jumpy, um, but you also have, Big things like mental illness usually comes from here. Yes. So somebody with a long-standing leaking third eye. So think maybe multiple lifetimes. Yeah. Or just like a long time in this life. That's when you'll start to get like schizophrenia. Schizophrenia. Yeah. Um, Bipolar disorder, things like that. Um, Or paranoid schizophrenia. Your third eye is just too open. I mean... Because you're not really in this world, really, is what's happening. Yeah. Well, but I feel like, like this is such an interesting topic for me because... Where is the line, right? Like, yeah, we're psychic, and it's like, okay, I see things. I can see angels and spirits around uh-huh. people. So what's the difference between me and somebody who's in an institution screaming at someone that's not there to the to the blind eye, right? Yeah. And I what I found with this, because I've questioned it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you're just trying to make sure you're not, you don't end up there? Or no, no I, well, honestly, that was a, a fear in my early 20s. There yeah, was I'm a fear sure. there. But I think now what I've realized is, like, well, I can separate where I can have a normal conversation with you, mm-hmm. and if I see something over there, I don't need to scream at it. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I think somebody yeah. who's schizophrenic is going to, like, make like, a commotion or seem like they're talking to themselves or yelling at something. Does yeah, that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Like, not being able to... Well, I, it comes from being grounded, don't you think? Right. Because you, if you're not connected to, to the earth, to right here, right now, and you are seeing things happening, then you're going to feel up and out of your body yeah and not and, feel safe well and unable to decipher like who's where yeah <laughs> is this a physical being right. or an a, a light being or an entient being yeah. um so i don't that's the difference i think we'll see where i end up uh, <laughs> <laughs> time will tell time will tell time um will tell. yeah but all of those things hallucinations oh which which also which just come, yeah said. even confusion though because i found like i was telling her a story today I had a client, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say hi to her because she listens. <laughs> hi, Ashley. She brought us all of these supplies, and I had just done third eye work with her, and so I went outside to the car to get something with her, and I opened like I went to open the wrong car, and I was just like floating. I had no idea where I was, and I was like, oh my god, that's not my car, and it was because my third eye was too open, too open. that I like couldn't be aware of what was going on. It'll happen to me sometimes, like, after breath work, too, if I don't take the time to ground. (laughs) I'll, like, come downstairs, and I'm like, there's, like, I, everything looks like it's vibrating still, Mm -hmm. and I have to really, I, like, usually will drink a tea or take a bath or something. Something that makes you feel into your body. Yes, because I'm just like, oh, I can't really, I don't, 
don't talk to me right now. Right. <laughs> Things are weird. <laughs> well, and if you feel this way, you do need to ground yourself. So some grounding tips would be, just like she said, to drink like a hot cup of tea that you mm-hmm. can like feel. Yeah, usually I like to do some sort of like a ginger or something that has a root. Oh, that's smart. In it. That's, yeah, I'm so smart. Something <laughs> that's rooted. Um, today I drank water and I like connected with my breath. And then I like to feel my feet firmly planted on the ground, like connecting with that earth. Yes. And grass. Grass. If you can stand outside in grass. Um, But yeah, and also I go to like touching, touching my um, like material or something. To bring you back in. Yeah. Well, that's, I want to reference too. If you are somebody who's prone to anxiety or prone to being kind of scatterbrained, Mm -hmm. do not do third eye meditations (laughs) because it's only going to make it worse for you. You actually need to focus on root chakra and sacral chakra. Yeah, the grounding meditations. Not. Strengthen your body. Yeah. Yeah. Not the other side. We need to bring the energy down to the legs, the feet. Well, I think people get to the third so eye. excited. They're like, well, I'm intuitive and I'm a spiritual being and like this is what I want to work on. But it's like, you got to stay on earth. So you're hurting yeah. yourself. And anxiety is that message from the body that you need to ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I mean, there's definitely days that I feel anxious or like I'll have a little anxious period. And as long as I do the things to bring it back, it's good. But I'm like, if I didn't do these things, then it goes far off the other way. Well, then you become an anxious person, not right. just somebody. Like, I don't just have anxiety right now. Now I'm anxious. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I also like to, I'm going to just reference this since we're here. Yeah. In this, in this moment. I like to, instead of like attaching that I am anxious, I'm an anxious person, I like to just say um, I'm having anxiety at this moment, anxiety is passing through me. I like the passing through me. I, that's then it's, amazing. Because then it's not staying with me. Like, it's here, but, and I'm, I'm not ignoring the feeling of it because I also think you can't just pretend it's not there. Right. Because it's there. That's a, Yeah, that makes it worse. That uh, is amazing, though. Like, yeah, it's passing through me. It's passing and through me. That's really nice. Yeah. So you guys take that. Kristen's <laughs> got some great ideas. <laughs> um, okay, so what else? Um, also, if your third eye is leaking, you might be super into psychic visions and this and that and, like, over-focusing on it. Like, too much. Like, the person that's like, oh, my God, I just saw a synchronicity. Oh, my God, another one. Oh, my God, another one. It's like, everything's not a sign. Like, <laughs> chill out. We, we get it. <laughs> um, yeah, but, like, figure out. And I've I, we've all, I've been there, but totally. like if yes. everybody's like eye rolling at you because everything you talk about is a spiritual topic, I actually have this problem. This is me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> your third eye is probably. Too I want to tell you that hummingbirds flew by me today. Right. No. <laughs> this is literally me. I'm like describing myself, and I'm like, you have a problem if this is you. I get it. I'm gonna go ground myself. <laughs> but just know if you're having trouble like with a normal conversation. Yeah. Then take do just do some grounding. Yeah. <laughs> okay. At least you guys know I'm self-aware. Um, uh, okay. So if it's blocked, if it's blocked, yes, let's okay. go there. People with blocked third eyes tend to be kind of the opposite, like completely closed off and stubborn, like know-it-alls in a way, but like shut off. Yeah, like. Know it all where you're not open to. Well, I think if you're a know it all, you feel like you can't get any new information because you already know everything. So that means you're not going to be open to new ideas or your your intuition, like thinking about 
someone who's very structured, mm-hmm. like every morning I get up and I do this, right? Which I used to be very jealous of these people because <laughs> this is so not me. Yeah. <laughs> like having a routine, like one day I want to be like that. But the thing is, if you get too rigid in a routine that y- when you wake up and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm exhausted, I should sleep, sleep in. Yeah. yeah. And you won't let yourself do it. You're you're blocking the intuition because you're just not listening have to, to it. do your routine. So well, these same type of people, I feel like I call them people who need constant instruction. Mm-hmm. Like so, that's why they're routine, right? Because then they know what to do. They think they know what to expect. Yeah, are the same type that like when I'm like, okay, meditate or listen to your intuition. They're like, but how? How do I know? Like they need a very specific rule. Yeah, and it's like you don't need that much ruling. A lot of it is just feeling. It's Did feeling. it feel good? Did you feel? Like, that was an alignment. Did it feel good in your body? And if that's a yes, then that's enough. But for them, it, like, seems to never be. Yeah. Or, like, something as simple as, like, okay, light this stage and walk around. They're like, but how do I put it out? Do I put it out to the left or to the right? Am I going to do it wrong? Yeah, like, super focused on the exact instructions instead of just being like, well, this feels right right here. I think this area feels clear. So I'll just Well, and trusting themselves. (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot of lack of trust. It's a lack of trust. But then what I feel like, this is, like, conditioning and upbringing. Like, people who are very much, like well, I have to do this. Like, this is what's expected of me. This is like, they grew up in maybe a strict religion, strict household, mm-hmm. did everything they're supposed to do. But it's like, is there any thinking for yourself or feeling for yourself? Yeah. And I think this is very common. Oh, yeah. And Especially I, you, baby boomers. <laughs> <laughs> baby boomers, we're talking to you. Um, because you, I don't know, we grow up with like the expectation of what we're supposed to do how we're supposed to do it. Um, this also comes into that, like, I should be married by this age. I yes. should have kids by this age. I should be this far in my career. Have this much money saved for retirement. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, then you have all those things and you're not happy and you wonder why. Yeah, because you haven't, you don't, Felt, you don't, you don't know, know yourself. yourself. <laughs> That's so us. <laughs> so by the way, you don't know yourself. Okay. Um, but yeah, you just, you haven't been able to feel. And, and this is when, you get like midlife crisis and all exactly. that. Which midlife crisis is a very baby boomer thing. No, <laughs> <laughs> But it's because you wake up one day and you're like, I don't know who I am. Like I did all the things, but I don't feel right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and I do think that's why I think I meet a lot of people right at the brink or the edge or right after divorce. Yes. And it's like they kind of reach a certain age. Let's just stay around 40. Or the, it's exactly that. I did all the things. I've, I've had a great career. I've done this. I've done that. And then you ask them, like, if they're happy. And they're like, I, I don't know. What does what? that mean? <laughs> what, like, that, which is so sad. Like, yeah. Like, if you don't know what brings you happiness, take some time to figure that out. Because that's really what life is about. It it's, is. It's not about, like... Checking boxes. Yeah. Being at a certain place of this. If your day-to-day is not... Fulfilling, yeah. You need to take a step back, yeah. Make a new choice, but I think that is where it comes in. Like, if you're blocked, you don't want to see that, or you don't Mm want to admit it to yourself. So you're like, "This is fine. I'm just thankful that I have a job." Yeah. But but you hate your job. (laughs) I'm very secure. Everything is secure, so I'm safe and I'm stable. And but you're missing out on so much. And (laughs) and just to point out. Those are all rationalizations and justifications. Mm -hmm. And so that's a blocked third eye. eye. Um, And delusional. Okay, I see this a lot in people who are dating or or married to. Like, you know they know their partner's not right for them. 
right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. you know, but they're like, oh, but they'll tell me. And I, <laughs> if you've ever said this in a session to me, like, oh, geez, I probably shouldn't say this out loud. But when people, like, immediately, like, my husband's great. He's the nicest man or he's the best man or my wife is wonderful. It's like, I didn't ask you all that. Like, I didn't even say anything about your spouse. Like, why are you, why do you already defending them? Yeah, you already have to defend them because you're, you know something's not quite right. Yes. So that's a point where you need to look in to yourself. What am I doing here? And a lot of times it's that we've found something in somebody that's outside of ourselves. So like you don't feel connected or safe or secure with yourself. So you find somebody who you deem safe, safe and, secure. and secure. Yeah. And I, I do think if you don't take the time to get to know yourself for being in, and I mean, hopefully you get to be in a relationship where you guys get to grow together, but if you don't know yourself or you haven't done work on yourself and you jump into a relationship and you think this person's going to fix something that that's lacking yeah. in you, that's not how it works. No. <laughs> and it might be okay for a little bit, but there's always going to be this like kind of aching thing of... The feeling, like, yeah, the underlying not enough like, uh, is this life a uh, lack of fulfillment Yeah, type energy. Yeah. Um. Little tangent. Yes. But, but a good one. <laughs> also with blocks, the people who can't uh, picture things. So like if you ask them to envision a, a flower. Like visualization. Yeah. Right? Vis- thank you. <laughs> visualization. <laughs> or dreams. Like the, the people that are like, I never remember my dreams. Okay. They're not. Blocked. They're blocked. You got to open it up. Uh, indecisive. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's a, kind of like what we said because those are the people who are like, I want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> I want to be a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I'm just hungry. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll be right back. I'm going to go make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Can you do it in a minute and 30 seconds? <laughs> no, um, I should be able to with four kids, but, but I can't. <laughs> they have to wait so long for their lunches. I'm, I'm going to work on that. Um, but the people who are like, I want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, but then they're like, well, wait, what are my kids going to want? What is my husband going to want? What's everybody else in the lunchroom going to want? Or what are they going to think if I eat that? Yeah. You start to overthink. Yeah, like I... This isn't this isn't what I normally do, so I can't do that even though I feel like this and so yeah. I'm gonna go back and forth and this and that. Or you like buyer's remorse. Oh that's buy. a huge one. <laughs> so you buy something and then you're like, Oh, I shouldn't have bought that. See, I knew there was a better deal. <laughs> oh geez, yeah. You gotta trust it. Um one thing I wanna point out though, when a third eye well first let me say what a balanced third eye is. Okay. And then I wanted to go to when it's balanced. <laughs> what happens? What oh, happens when it's yeah. balanced. Yeah. Okay. So a balanced third eye is going to be somebody who trusts their intuition, lives their truth a bit, um, has dreams and can remember them, but maybe don't dream all the time. Yeah, like a little bit of both. both. Yeah. Um, can be spiritual and open-minded, but isn't set. But isn't obsessed with it. Yeah. Obsessed or overly set. in, in like, Obsessed. Like this is set. Gotcha. The way, well, because like if you think people who are like, no, it has to be this way, that's still a closed mindedness. Like, yeah. Or like they're spiritual, I'm not, so F them. Like, yeah, that's a closed yeah. third eye. It could be like, well, they might have their beliefs, I have mine, but I can still like you. Yeah, like being open to kind of everyone's. Yeah, like not being. Feelings. Yes, exactly that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Practices. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't, I, my third eye is way too open right now. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm just going to keep saying words. Thank you. I appreciate it. But I, okay. So once you have a balanced third eye, you'll realize how much the power of the mind is not a joke. Like 
Oh, crazy. <laughs> like, you'll see the synchronicities and things, not overly, but, like... <laughs> Just enough. Enough. <laughs> but, like, even, like, something as simple as Grayson likes to look at the colors of the cars that drive by, and so okay. we've been talking about it. Mm-hmm. And the other day, he was asking me, what are the rarest colors of cars? And I was like, hmm, well, we don't see a lot of pink, purple, or teal. Okay? Yes. In the 90s, there was a lot of teal, but... No, not, not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> so this was probably six days ago. In the last six days, we've seen, like, four pink cars. We saw a teal, like, metallic teal. It was, like, a fancy car, but they had, like, a custom paint job. Teal car. We've seen green. We've seen, like, lime green. Yeah. Um, And we've seen purple. And I was like, okay, this is literally because we were talking. It was like, you know, when you're talking and, like, the Facebook ads come up? Yeah. But it was, like, real life of that. (laughs) But there's not a Facebook ad. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's really just, like, we're driving and seeing these. And, like, he started noticing, too. And I was like, it's crazy once you tune in to something. How, how it much, shifts. Yeah. And when you're in alignment and balance and your third eye is open, that's when you'll notice the alignment. Yeah. Does that make sense? I, th- I think so. I feel like it does. I also do. <laughs> if it doesn't make sense to you, please write us. Please let us know. <laughs> like, but what is she talking about with the cars? Try some of the shock, third eye chakra exercises we're going to give you and then start tuning in and see how many synchronicities or patterns you notice. Yeah. You're seeing. Yeah. So I guess we should go over some third eye exercises yes and third eye exercises which i think um a lot of people do want to know how to open their third eye and what to do but like we said before make sure you're grounded yes also if you're feeling super anxious maybe do a grounding meditation and don't do a ton of third eye exercises yeah if you're anxious steer from third eye if you're not and you're ready to open this mother (laughs) let's get it going Uh, favorite thing to recommend and I've done this with a lot of people in sessions is to light a candle so like a a, a flame because fire is the element that houses the third eye so you light a flame and stare at the flame for one minute then when the timer goes off close your eyes you should still be able to see the picture of the flame Mm -hmm. when your eyes are closed and watch it until the flame shifts from like an orangey red to the blues, purples, and magentas. It should take between, depending how open your third eye is, it's between 30 seconds to a minute for that. But be patient. Keep breathing. Yeah. Don't be like, I don't see it. It's not there. Oh, my gosh. Just yeah. breathe. Be patient with it. Um, and then go into a meditation, especially if you're trying to visualize something or have a, a visualization meditation. Mm-hmm. Do it after you do a candle gaze. Because yes. then you'll be able to see it. See it more. Um, I also like to just, when I'm meditating, just really draw my attention to, to that space. To the space. And I think that helps to just get you in tune to feeling it. Like, Does well, no, sense? yeah, because it's like that more intention goes, energy flows. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. you, you're I'm intending it. to it. I'm doing you're it. so good. <laughs> um, yoga is a great way to open third eye. Just having a frequent, consistent yoga practice. practice I know that's shocking. I know. Guys, <laughs> did you know that we, <laughs> we like yoga? Have you guys ever heard of yoga? <laughs> also, if you're listening to this, we're doing yoga in the park. Oh, we are. This weekend two opportunities two opportunities one is in green valley green valley discovery park on saturday at 4 30 and the other one is in summerlin mesa park at two o'clock on sunday on sunday yeah so we'll see you at yoga in the park to open all of your third eyes yeah so we'll we'll really focus on that (laughs) yeah maybe we'll do a special third eye meditation um so text us and say you heard this podcast for the third eye meditation. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll do it. Otherwise, we're not. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but it's true. So any of the 
inversion poses? Like, yeah, inversion poses. So like where your headstand, head, handstand. Your head is below your heart. Oh yeah. So I guess just even bending. Even over. like down dog is technically. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because your blood flow is going to your to your head. It's smart. You're so well spoken. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but also when you can massage it. So like a child's pose. If you're like, I don't even like to do down dog, that's hard. Child's pose yeah, is a great one. Child, child's pose. For and then you can kind of massage the third eye, just rolling your head back and forth. I'm also showing you guys that in case you <laughs> like to see it. Um, yeah. That's great. And then third eye, the color of third eye is like violet, purple. Yes. So purple foods help open your third eye. Again, always organic, whole, live. Yes. But think like uh, grapes. Grapes. Um, purple cabbage. I really like that. I was, <laughs> we were talking. I was like, I love purple cabbage. I like to pickle it. It's also good for your gut. That is good. <laughs> Eggplant. Um, plums. Plums. Even yes. blueberries. I know they're blue, but they're in that dark. But they're, yeah. They're category. like blue, purple. Yeah. I mean, have you ever seen a purple blueberry? I have. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So anything with that. Um we didn't talk about that sometimes a blocked third eye can come from our things we're putting on ourselves, our oh, products. Oh, yeah. Okay. So this is true. So a lot of our, you just said it. I don't know why I'm thinking about it. Like, this is my original <laughs> idea. Um, <laughs> nobody suggested I talk about this. Um, our beauty products. And, yeah. Our beauty products, like um, things that we put on our face. Uh, deodorants, toothpaste, toothpaste, anything that has a lot of heavy metals, heavy metals, uh, or fluoride tend to block the third eye and yeah, they cloud that judgment. So detoxing, you can do like a, um, heavy metal cleanse. You can look those up on Pinterest or Google, but it's eating a lot of blueberries and purple fruits. Yeah. (laughs) Um, putting them into a smoothie or a shake, but what, but it's look it up and then let it be a surprise. Um, <laughs> but to detox that, there's also something called detox iodine that you can get on Amazon. It's a thirty dollar product. You put it under your tongue and it helps cleanse the body of those types of things. We'll try to remember to link that. So. Yeah, I mean, and it's useful. Uh, I recommend taking it for thirty days and then stopping for thirty days and then going from there, like trying it like again, seeing anything that you're doing. I feel like you got to give it. You give it enough time to kick in, to kick in, and then you have to give it some time without to see how your yeah. body has adjusted. Don't overkill. Yeah. Then um, we also the spirulina. Yeah. And Corella. So they're both seaweed. They come from seaweed. Yeah, they're like they come from the sea. Yeah. <laughs> but taking these supplements helps cleanse your body of like heavy metals and detoxifies the body. If you're somebody who uses natural deodorant and you get a rash, yeah, or it's yeah. That means or it burns, you need mm-hmm. to detox. Um, and I mean, most of us do, even just like the air that we're breathing. Right, there's so much stuff. toxins in our air. We have so every so often you should do some sort of a detox or a cleanse, or just have some of these things in your diet. I just drank a spirulina lemonade, which is delicious. You just it's like a green lemonade. Yeah, well, add it in. I mean, spirulina and corella are such easy products to get. They make them powdered, or you could take them in a sup like a pill capsule yeah. form. And it's something you can add into your daily regimen and just know that it's helping your body yeah. fight off those and detox. Or you could do like detox teas. They also yeah. have those. Um, and then be mindful of what you're using in your products. Like look up the ingredients. Like see what it's doing to your body and what the side effects are. <laughs> yeah, because there there are a lot of options now. It used to be harder to find 
products that didn't have as much stuff in them, but right. now there's a lot of different options and there's like even apps that have, that will rate the products on what is um, having a lot of junk in it and what's super clean. Um, I'll try to remember that too and link it, but yeah. And I always, even your foods, like mm -hmm. organic food does matter. I mean, there's less pesticides and um, the Roundup weed killer, stuff yeah. like that, that we know causes ca cancer, but other things too in our body. Like it affects. Yeah, it's not just cancer. It's a lot of things. Yeah, your immunity, the way your body functions. I mean, if your body is functioning off, it's going to be hard to pay attention to your intuition and things. Right. When your body's not even operating to its optimal capacity. Yeah. <laughs> level. I don't know. I'm also describing your body as a machine, but. <laughs> It's true. So, like, being mindful of this stuff. If you want to be spiritual and intuitive, part of it is, like, what's going in and on your body. Yeah. It's it's actually super important. And the the more you – it's, like, just being mindful of everything. Like, the more mindful you are about that. And also, you're when you're using products and food that are more sustainable, better to the earth, you're also being karmically good to Mother Earth. Yes. And the collective consciousness. Yes. And for everybody. So, it's a whole big thing, which I think – Collective consciousness and third eye go, really? go hand in hand. They do. Like, pay attention. Okay, let's let's go there. Let's go there. Pay attention to what you're feeding the collective consciousness with your thoughts and your words because they create energy. So if you are negative and focus on the negative or judgmental, you're feeding that to the world. Yeah. I mean, you. everyone can probably think of a person that they get around they're like, ooh, because it's like... So much. They're just always focusing on negative things so just knowing that you can be a light yeah like that's the biggest way to make a difference in the world is just what you're thinking and putting out there shine i love that <laughs> shine your light shine on, <laughs> shine on you shiny stars <laughs> <laughs> it's true okay wait i do i want to reference because i get asked this question and you probably okay. have too okay hallucinogenics Oh, and third eye. Because yeah, I think yeah. people like, okay, so we hear of plant medicine, so you hear of like an ayahuasca experience. Yes. But then you also hear people who go to mushroom or acid. Yes. To try to activate or open the third eye. Mm -hmm. So what do you think about that, Brooke? I think, <laughs> yes, no. Um, I think, again, everything is about listening to your body, mm -hmm. knowing what you can handle, and regulating. So I don't recommend anybody who's never done any spiritual work or healing to hop right in. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think that's one of the worst. When I hear people that are like, oh, I had an awakening, but I had a horrible trip on mushrooms. I'm like, okay, well, that that wasn't smart. That was not the way to go. No. And Baby like, steps. Yes. Everything. <laughs> I think mushrooms are wonderful. I am somebody who advocates for mushrooms. But... In moderation, after you've done the work and you've dealt with your shadow self. Yeah, because it, here's the thing. If you, like, haven't done haven't done the work and you take something that's going to, like... Amplify in, everything? Yes. Like, it's not going to be fun. No. it's You're going to have a bad time because all those things that you've been shoving down are going to be like, hey. And those demons are going to come <laughs> up. And that's literally what does happen. And then that scares people. Then they're scared of spirituality or scared of right third eye stuff in general. So but it doesn't have to be like that. No, it does not have to be that. You can have some wonderful experiences on mushrooms. Not that I'm telling you to do it, <laughs> but do the work first. Yeah. So I recommend meditation, energy healing, breath work, yoga, multiple times before you before ever try a, a hallucinogenic to open your third eye. Yeah, because you can get very open just from those things, and you then you're ready. Yeah. Then you're ready for the others. 
ayahuasca, I have not personally done it. Um, so I can't speak to the plant experience. Do I believe that it has very healing benefits for people? Yes. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. But um, again, with that, do your research. There is a specific diet you should be on before you do it. And uh, it's to prepare you for a lifestyle change. It's not just fun or a party or a trend. Yeah. It's something you need to prepare for if you're serious about going the, on. Using the plant as a medicine. Yeah. And not just having a trip. Yeah. Not just like tripping out. Yeah. Like, like anything. you got to... Be intentional. Be intentional, yeah, and do the work and know yourself and be ready Be ready to make a change because if you're coming into something like that not wanting to, to actually see or you think you're perfect already. Yeah, like, oh, I'm great, so this is going to be great because I'm great. Yeah. Like, you're going to see the things. We all have things that we need to work on all the time. Right. So, yeah, being honest with yourself, open. If you are somebody who's prone to addiction or anxiety – or you already operate on the leaking third eye yeah. spectrum, I say avoid them altogether. Absolutely. You're not going to have good experience. I even, to those people, I even honestly recommend avoiding cannabis. Oh, yeah. Because what, if you're if you're prone to these things, it's not going to fix it's anything. It's not going to be a positive experience for you because you're not There's able too to, many other things yeah. to regulate your system. Yeah. So I'm not against marijuana. Just... <laughs> want to say <laughs> well i'm not for it or against it i think everything is person by person yes. based but i think so many people think like well marijuana is from the earth it should be good for you but there is it does move your energy outside of your body so the people who have to be high all the time well now we need to look at why yeah because you are still avoiding something and not taking care of it because it's not a cure no it's it's like taking having a constant headache but always taking advil well, that's, you can't keep taking Advil. What's going on? Why do you have a headache all the time? Yeah. They're, all of these things are just a, a supplement. They're not a end-all, be-all. Right. So if you can't – yeah, I mean, addiction stuff, like if you, you're so needing that to function, function – Or feel what you deem is normal. Normal. Like, oh, I, I don't feel normal unless I do that. Well, you need to dig deeper and go – unpeel the layers and figure out why it is that you can't feel normal without why do you have to move some of the energy outside of your body to feel okay yeah so you shouldn't have to yeah and i i do think depending on the person weed can be addictive and i know there's arguments about that um and debates <laughs> but i think that people with an addictive personality can get addicted to, to anything, anything. so like they can get addicted to walking the dog so you're not going to tell me that they can't get addicted to marijuana yeah yeah Absolutely. Like anything is addictive. If you have an addictive personality, it's very easy to hop into that zone. Space. Yeah. But but like you said, with anything, it could be shopping. It could be okay. Well, stop calling. I've been called out enough in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wasn't saying it, I know. but you know. <laughs> but it's true. So yeah, just be mindful. Not telling you to do drugs or not to do drugs. Ask yourself why you're doing them and how you want to feel and what your intention is. Absolutely. That's what it's That'll all about. Take you deeper. So, for third eye, Om is the, the sound to chant, which we did Ohms in our uh, throat. throat chakra too. Mm -hmm. So, Om is a really good vibration for the, your higher chakras. So, for the top three. So, instead of journal prompts for this one, I think we should challenge you to do a three minute Om chant. Yes. For three days and see how you feel. I love it. I think that's great.
And you can write down how you feel after the yeah. ohm. Yeah. Oh, write down how you feel after the ohm. Maybe pay attention to if you're seeing any synchronicities and write those down so yes. you can become aware of them. Yeah. This week is all about just paying attention to things around you and listening to your intuition. Go into your closet. See what clothes are speaking to you. <laughs> intuition is tight. All right. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Balanced Chaos Podcast. We're so happy to have you here with us each week. Please help us out by subscribing to the show, sharing with friends, and leaving us reviews. You can also follow us on Instagram. We can communicate with you there. Our Instagram handle is at balancedchaoslv. Reach out and we'll write back. Bye. 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 Bye.